You're listening to the MLS Fantasy Insider, bringing you weekly tips, tricks, and advice for the official MLS Fantasy game. Hello and welcome to the MLS Fantasy Insider, our preview of round 10 of the MLS Fantasy season. This episode is brought to you by Roja Industries, the largest manufacturer of MLS red cards since 2022. Uh, Oh, wait, no, no. uh, Sorry, actually brought to you by the amazing Patreon supporters of the MLS Fantasy Insider. It's because of you that we are able to keep this project going and we are so, so grateful for your support. I'm your host, Reed Connolly from MLSFantasyBoss.com, and tonight I'm joined by my partner in fantasy, Ashley Savage. How are you doing, Ashley? Yeah, I'm doing really well. We miss Blaine, but it's nice to be here. That's right. A uh, a little a little token. Uh, doing good from Blaine right yeah. there. Yeah, first doing first good. and last uh, intro for, for you today, mm-hmm. Ashley. Mm-hmm. Hello yep. to everyone with us uh, in chat. Uh, as I mentioned behind the scenes before we started the episode earlier, uh, nothing wrong with Blaine. He's just a little under the weather tonight, so he is uh, not going to be joining us. We wish him speedy recovery right there, little little uh, scratchy throat. Uh, we will be joined later by Tyler Norman, a.k.a. Ranchinator, uh, from the primarily the Discord form of their MLS Fantasy Boss Discord, but also a new writer at MLSFantasyBoss.com with his newly rechristened Differentials article. You have to put a little twang their differentials yeah, yeah. To, to really make I it work it. uh he's if you i asked him to submit a picture to me for what that icon should be and he's not done it yet to be mm. fair it's, that was just like two days ago but if anybody <laughs> listening has an idea of what we should use as the little picture icon that says differentials on it shoot it my way uh i was trying to find like a picture of the seattle bench like a good picture like an empty seattle bench yeah um but i couldn't find one that wasn't like at an angle or a weird or just a weird weird view i i have one because we get to do season ticket holder events there and you can sit on the benches so i literally there we go i should have just gone (laughs) yes that would be go to the source if you've got one that's better than that shoot it my way (laughs) send it to us on on uh, twitter and we'll get going from there uh, well, as we wait for Tyler to join us, Ashley and I are going to keep on moving forward. We've got notes from Blaine, and we ourselves experienced the past fantasy round. So uh, let's start talking about what we learned and how we did in round nine. Ashley, how'd you do in chat? How did you guys do? Yeah, I got 90, and I'm really mad about it. Um, I, I mean, I moved up overall. I increased in money. I moved up in Champions League. But um, I did one of those things where my entire bench hit, and I had to throw four i think total with a keeper um scrubs on the field because i had three eights and a ten um none of which you're ever really going to turn your nose up at but um i had palacios who i had to scrub and then regretted um and then a couple other and you know that it wouldn't have made a ton of difference but um I already lost my first place in uh, Xers Invitational. I, I held that title for one week, um, so mostly that's what I, I was I was mad about. So kudos to to Donuts for having a clutch uh, final three players in for LAFC. But yeah, like I said, I moved up in overall ranking to seventy, moved up for Champions League to sixty five. Um, so I can't be too mad, but I feel like I had kind of some some missed opportunities and kind of some poor you know, bench selection. I, I, there were some players I probably should have benched over, over the guys I had to scrub in. So, yeah. 
Uh, Blaine said that he had 79, and that was achieved without captaining Carles Heel. Uh, overall, he felt that was yeah. not bad, but the captain pick hurt a lot. He was so mad that New York City scored three and Tati wasn't involved. I did share you? that. Did you? Mm-hmm. I should. I, I had. I didn't captain him. I did not captain him. I captained Heel. Uh, but I, I had 76 points. Yuck. That was, that was my comment. Um, my, I struggled with a good defense picks this week. Uh, I, I didn't have, I had, uh, a New York's I had Edmondson. I had Lovitz, even though I wasn't super high on Nashville. I did, I did roll with Lovitz. Uh, then I took a flyer with, with Colorado as well. And that did not work out well for me. Um, my biggest disappointment was my keeper didn't work out. I <laughs> took a little fun one and had Brezza on the bench just to see if that would work. And I backed it up with Galese because I was like, oh, yeah, no. yeah, it was yeah. worse somehow. Yes. In what it was, world? It, it yeah. was worse somehow. And so I ended up with two instead of four. Uh, but yeah. I mean, that that's really not here or there. That, that one, when I saw was kind of like, eh, whatever mm-hmm. that happens. Uh, I was hoping for something a little bit better. Pretty, pretty sparse on the clean sheets in general this week. In general, I was satisfied with my midfield. Uh, Lois was Pozuelo. We talked a lot about the the dangers of Paz last week. I, I decided to roll with it, got a four, whatever, but I had Mihailovic, Derusi, Rodriguez. So I had some solid scores there, a couple of eights and yeah. sevens, and then I did Captain Heel. Uh, I had Jimenez on the bench, so I got those points from, from them, and then I did have Tati. Uh, I had him on the field. I didn't have him in the bench. Me I felt too, pretty, yeah. I felt feel it pretty solid about Tati. I, I wasn't necessarily expecting more like a brace or anything, but I thought he was good for at least maybe a goal or an assist during mm-hmm. this game, something like that. He did miss two sitters, like full yeah. blown, oh. like oh, open yeah. net sitters. So oh, yeah. it's kind of like Mukhtar not hitting. I don't know why he didn't take a PK. I know he missed one of the previous week, I think, or two weeks before, but those feel like missed points, right? Like I don't right. exactly <laughs> made made the choice make sense, but it didn't equate to points. So we've seen a lot of scores in chat, some some uh, mid, low to mid, high high to mid nineties, uh, some mid eighties. Uh, there's some other mid seventies. So I, I feel like a score in the mid seventies to the eighties was probably average for mm-hmm. people who are trying, like legitimately mm-hmm. trying to be competitive. Um, if you were hitting in that high 80s to 90 or plus mark, definitely in the 90s or higher, you should have seen a, a, a rise, I would imagine, depending on where you are in the rankings. That was a definitely, I think, a good, solid score for this round. 70s, probably average, like like me. You had some good scores. You missed out on some of the positions. Didn't quite work out. So um, just just not really happy with that. Tyler had 88. Um, he captain heel. He had three Colorado defenders, though. So that... Not not his best day right there. Yeah. That's the danger of going heavy. I mean, it's, I know it's boomer. I struggle bust doing it. Do I that. struggle yeah. doing it. Yeah, I can't. I can't boomer bust. I'll do two sometimes. Usually, I like to do the method of stacking a keeper with a defender. So I kind of uh, yes, two defensive units is, yeah. is where I'll go. Uh, That's my also, comfort zone too. <laughs> he did pick Lucho over pause, so that was that was a good shot. Good I struggled. Choice. I struggled with that myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was in one of my my versions, but ended Me up too. going with pause at the end uh second last uh you you had hauling said though didn't you ashley i did i did not so oh, he was in one I, of your versions that you shared he was in one of my drafts but i i had to scrub everybody out so, because my bench hit so early okay. so i, I had one the ones. no and i probably wouldn't have kept him i would have pivoted to palacios that's who i had in, the, in a different draft but i hate that blaine's not here because we have to say it on the broadcast for that game last night 
John Strong said that Ryan Hollingshead is the highest scoring defender in MLS over the past five years. And I just about <laughs> lost it because, I mean, you got to give it to Blaine. I don't know if he's listening. I'll text him later if he's not. But I forgot to tell him about that until you just said that. Hollingshead yeah, he's... is the best defend- best left back over the four over four years that's what he yeah, said well, got john, on the john, john strong agrees so so does Stu holden there we go there we go uh ranch definitely also has tyler has a comment he would like to make about colorado and barrios but i'm going to save that for him for oh, when yeah. he comes because i oh, promised him yeah. that he can make that comment and i also promised him that i would not fire him after he made the <laughs> comment so teaser right there ashley tell us about what uh, actually no i'll start out first real quick we'll talk about our takeaways mm-hmm. my one takeaway was i had questions about nashville going into this week and i think that that held out um yeah philly is a tough team mm-hmm. and there were some questions about what happened during that game like why didn't move to do this and, and all that but um it was a one one game and so i i feel a little correct vindicated in some way i mean again i guess maybe that's too much i, I didn't get a hard pushback but I don't, I don't know if that was as popular of opinion this week as like grabbing Mukhtar. Um, mm-hmm. But he was not on my team, and I felt, uh, I felt good this week. Like, yeah, that was that was a good feeling to not to not to fade Nashville, even though I did yeah. win a bits. Um, that was just sort of a well, my defense bench didn't work out. So what what are my options? Well, let's yeah. throw in Lovitz there and see what happens. And he got a four, yeah. so good good for him. Uh, Ashley, what were your takeaways? Yeah, um, you know the NYCFC. Offense just keeps firing on all cylinders, but it's not all going through Tati. And I think, honestly, it never really was. I know he had a four-bagger, um, and all of us started to pay attention at, at that point if we weren't already. But that offense is just really clicking. I think having Maxi healthy is only going to make it better. Um, but I think if if you're banking on it all going through a, fu- a full-on number nine striker like Tati, I, I, I don't know that that's the best – Bet. he should be the goal scorer but man are they spreading the goals around right now and this week was a good example of it um and then the only other thing i i did want to highlight was it's a week but if matt turner is back and healthy that new england defense is a different look um i don't know that the general struggles will get better but at least defensively with matt turner and net um and that's nothing against the guys who are filling in for him uh it's it's just a differently run team but the kicker is he's only here through the summer transfer window right he's heading over to arsenal um it's my understanding and someone please correct me if i'm wrong that he that he won't be finishing out the season um so enjoy it while it while it lasts and um i i think that it does help legitimize that defense a little bit more having him there uh, Blaine would like us to highlight that TFC are bad at defense. That's exactly how he wrote it. I don't think there's any other way to say it or, or to emphasize. I think some people, hopefully not this week, but at least last week fell trapped to, oh, but they're playing Cincinnati and they're playing them at home. Um, please just don't pick up their defense. Please don't think that Bono is a, is a good cheaper keeper. Um, they are bad. And then Blaine would like to, I'm going to argue with you for Blaine, where he says that uh, that Nashville Philly game was a defensive battle and everyone should have expected it to be low scoring so that we probably shouldn't judge Nashville midfield, Nashville defense too harshly for it, uh, especially as they continue on um, this home stand and these these home games in this brand new, amazing uh, stadium. So 
And I, I mean, I think that's fair. I mean, and because as I was just saying, I, I faded Nashville attack yeah. mostly for that. That was not a hit at Nashville. No, a hundred percent. I mean, that that was Philly's tough. And so, yeah, yeah I, I think that's a, a very good takeaway for people to consider mm-hmm. going into the future is that this this isn't oh nashville's not what they were it's nashville's yeah. come off of what eight 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 weeks of away first road game against yep. super super tough, tough home defense. Opener. yeah um it's i mean it's who my my elo rankings have as the top the top team right now i know that varies from the systems but yeah that yeah. philly's philly's a tough team so yep. that that's definitely a perspective that everyone should should keep going forward uh tyler also provided us with some some feedback here he says that he rated miami too high dc too low and new england oh sorry dc too high and new england too low so uh that that's probably fair i I don't think we suffer from that we talked about miami getting better but yeah i talked about campana and how i'm developing a fantasy crush on him but he got hurt after 12 minutes so we'll see Exactly. We'll see how that goes, how that impacts them. Um, I think he was kind of the spark that was building there. Um, But yeah, I mean, that was a road game in New England. I know they beat New England at home a couple weeks ago, but going to Foxborough is different. So exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. New England was doing much better. Mm -hmm. Um, And he said broken ice for New England. I don't know what that means. So. Uh, The, Oh, I think he's saying what I'm saying, which is that hopefully things have changed. Things are, they're riding their ship. Back, he can correct back me. Back to the way it was. Here, yeah, we'll yeah. see. Yeah. We'll yeah. see. But uh, so those are some of the takeaways that, that we had going into this round. I mean, it's, <laughs> we're getting to the point where we're getting more data for teams. You can see track mm-hmm. more of the bonus points that teams are making. And so in general, you can start relying on more of those stats that are coming out to see where consistency is, to see where, who the set piece takers are. That's what you're going to look for. And a lot of these weekly takeaways that we're going to have are going to be sort of minor things, looking yeah. more at form, looking at some of the injured players, who are the good backups. That's what we're taking. But a lot of that early season the questions are starting to get answered as we're moving closer to the first half of the yep. season being finished. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, Tyler will be joining us shortly, but until then, let's take a quick break and get into our housekeeping. All right, let's get on to our housekeeping for round two and a quick Quick pause for those who are joining us on YouTube. Uh, you may notice a slightly different scarf that I'm wearing. It's a shade of green, and that's for Lexington SC. No, that doesn't stand for soccer club. That stands for sporting club, which is nonsense. Uh, but it's my local team that's just about 30, 45 minutes north of me, have a USL2 team. And so I just got this scarf in the mail, and I am sporting it on the show tonight. Pun intended always. For those of you in the podcast, Go to YouTube real quick. Check it out. It's right there. Or just f- search for us online. Don't search for Lexington SC. That'll search you for Lexington, South Carolina, which is wrong. Uh, just search for like Lexington Soccer Club. And ironically, that'll find it for you. <laughs> anyway, let's talk league leaders. Just going to do the Pro Rail League tonight as I get everything sorted out so that we can talk about the full breakdown next week. Uh, but so Pro Rail Champions League, there's been a shift, Ashley. There's been there a has been a shift. Yes. Patrick Smith, who may be with us in chat tonight. I don't know, but Patrick Smith, who was on the show with us recently, has fallen. 
no longer is he at the top of the champions league he's close he's close but i believe it was tyler who took him out this week uh and he is now 8-0-1 and there is another team that is 8-0-1 and that is by our good friend from discord donuts who is yeah. on top by points so he had a banger week he beat me in experts invitational he got a 106 this week great week this week yeah, no that's that's an absolutely fantastic score it, it was it was hit or miss for me like i got 76 and so i was kind of like eh, about that but i had a mix of successes with my head-to-heads one yeah. one by discord uh one my pro rail champions league uh 76 to 71 right there uh one my experts invitational as well 70 to 76 so yeah a, a lot of good players scored in the 70s i, I, know I, I looked around time. the other matchups in our experts invitational and i was like this is bullshit because i would have beaten <laughs> anybody else except for donuts this is my one week terrain and i get matched up with the player who gets the best score in our whole league it's, it's fine i'm not upset it's, it's fine just, it's, it's fine tough. i'm third it it's is fine. tough it is absolutely tough uh but how's everyone doing in the veterans league though yeah speaking of tough there's a six-way tie for first but again we have a new league leader i think i said this like four weeks in a row sloppy stakes which is a team Ooh. i'm very here for um is first by points trailed closely by me. And I'm kidding. Cause I'm 26 points back. So they, <laughs> I, I anticipate might hold on to that a little bit longer. Um, but yeah, new league leader in our veterans league. And unfortunately we don't have the update from Blaine about the development league, but I'm sure you all Sorry. are killing it because you are anything but developmental. Type I know. Players. It's a you tough are just, league down there. I, I mean, next year we may just change it to league three. That, that just seems yeah. like, the appropriate way because i feel like developmental is increasingly becoming just an insult. no but, yeah especially uh, to guys, blaine who's not winning it <laughs> i know that was really kind of funny for me like yeah the, the whole joke was was spencer i snuck into the champions, the champions league. league just because i yeah. thought that would be a fun he fun made champions home. league he that's right he made it there and then i was like i'm gonna put ashley in the veterans league and <laughs> into it and that'd just be fun and so yeah Blaine, sorry you're in the development league yeah make sure we'll figure it all out yeah Uh, it's been going well i hope people have been enjoying that this inaugural test to see if this pro rail system is going to work we will make changes next next year uh we will i'll try to contact people that's why i got the information and then there is a waiting list i have a waiting list league and those are people i'm going to go to first to start filling the slots and and then we'll work again with patrons and, and everything from there but that's that's what we're trying to do to really kind of keep this going. May bring in a fourth division. May may have to do that. That's it'll be champions, veterans, league three, fourth division. Like that's just yeah. we're just gonna go with those. That's basic fine. Games. That's fine. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, let's start talking about round ten because I know that's why a lot of you are tuned in tonight. Mm-hmm. Probably all. I'm gonna go on that limb and say everyone's here to listen to us mm-hmm. talk about round ten. Um, Ashley made this list and she did get her time zones correct. I did time. it. Double checked, triple checked. We're doing well. <laughs> the the games for round 10 start on Wednesday. Yes, you heard me. Wednesday. This Star is Wars it is Star Wars Day. It's a holiday. This is a true double game week. I know last we've already had a double game week, but it was a faux double game week where we actually had a week in between. This is a true double game week where there will be two teams that play twice in this same week. So you are very likely going to see some rotation 
from these teams. Uh, the first game, the only game on Wednesday, starts at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time between my FC Cincinnati and older goalers, Toronto FC. So, yeah, Cincinnati versus Toronto at Cincinnati is going to kick off on Wednesday. Both of those two teams are on a double game week, so they will play again l- this weekend. Um, I think they're both on the road as well. So, uh, Cincinnati's... Uh, Toronto's yes, got to double the away second team is and then Cincinnati the splits. Mm-hmm. So that, that's what that is. And Toronto so, goes all the way to Vancouver, I might point out. They do. They do. Mm-hmm. That's going to be, that's going to be, an, we'll talk more about that later. Yeah, we'll get, we'll, we'll talk more about that later. Let's, let's not get, get too ahead of ourselves. So yeah, Wednesday, May the 4th, be with you. 7.30 p.m. Eastern time, FC Cincinnati versus Toronto. If you have those players, then you're going to want to make sure they are set the way you want them to be. I feel Nobody's like I point this out a lot too but seattle does play midweek even though it's not mls fair and then their weekend game is a road game so for me that's a half double game week in the sense that um depending on that result i think you see some rotation um, absolutely because, yeah so no, no yeah it's, yeah since uh seattle they're home to pumas mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. yeah so it's yeah. Uh, tied on aggregate so this is i will this is... be there loudly Ooh, let us know no this is this is an important one so i mean I expect yeah. seattle to bring it all i mean that's yeah. this is this is what mm-hmm. decides what happens so mm-hmm. uh we could see some rotation we could see some dancing bear bear next week we who, who knows what's gonna yeah. happen that's, uh, that's that's for segment three of the uh-huh. show uh, otherwise no other regular teams are on double games nobody's on a buy either so no easy yeah. teams to look for though i will say you can definitely find some options with la and rsl if you're looking for later in the week players uh, you could also easily austin. set austin yeah you could also if you wanted to easily set your buy players for your scrubs with cincinnati and toronto i mean th- they'll play wednesday be careful because if they did come in and play the second game mm-hmm. you'll still get points so you really want to be sure but you could you could look at those teams as as players that especially mm-hmm. if someone's injured or something so mm-hmm. uh, keep an eye on that all right shall we get into this for for tyler until yeah. he pops yeah. in i think so Brian, you want to you want to tackle it? You want to tackle it? Uh, well, there's names. Who's go better? For it. Yeah, Who's go for worse? It. I guess is the. I mean, we know my track record, <laughs> so let's let's let you let's let you talk about some names for our mega reference. Yeah, as always, you know, everyone in Discord and Tyler as well have provided a great injury suspension for the game week. Um, the, it's starting off hot. Jawsweak, Jawsweak, Charlotte CP made his first ever appearance this past week. Uh, so he's on our return list. Matt Turner has returned to the starting lineup, New England, back from injury. Maxi Morales, NYCFC, made a cameo and played fabulously well. I think he picked up an assist um, back from his rib injury. And then Tiago Martins, also back for NYCFC this past week. Uh, so look to see them featured a little bit more this upcoming round. And then, man, red cards. Let's get oh, yeah. into it. In case yeah. you... We're sleeping this past weekend for some reason. There were six red cards across MLS. There have only been two other weekends with more and with seven. So real, real good weekend for, for suspensions. Uh, first yellow card accumulation, Victor Wanyama um, is sitting out this, this weekend on accumulation. Kone from Montreal also. Uh, Quinteros from Miami, red. Damian Lowe from Miami, red. Diego Rubio for Colorado red van rankin for portland has yellow card accumulations because he had a double yellow for red versus orlando which gave him five um duran for chicago red 
Oh, that's a tough one. Chisos? Chisos? For Chicago? Red. (laughs) (laughs) Brandon Cervania, red. Robin Johnson, yellow card accumulation. Um, And then a couple real, real bummer injuries. Uh, Brad Stuber, if you saw, got uh, chipped from the 50 and then hurt his own knee trying to save it. Um, To literally add insult to injury, it was a beautiful goal, but a real bummer of a situation. Um, Really quick, can I segue for one hot second there where Brad Stuber got hurt in like the ninth minute, I think that was, when uh, Ferreira from Houston chipped him from the 50. And Tarbell came in. But Tarbell got nine points on a clean sheet because he played the amount of time yeah. to quantify. A cl- I just, you just oh, it's just, I love little glitches like that. It's, it's not a glitch, but, you know, it doesn't happen very often. Uh, Chris Mavinga looks like he has an upper leg injury. Cordoba from RSL, also leg injury. Campana, my, my fave from Miami, lower leg injury. Not sure how serious that was, but it looked kind of gnarly. Uh, Mabika, hamstring, Marrera from Columbus, hamstring, Vanderwater, ankle. Um, and then perfect timing. Tyler also says that uh, Blackett from Cincy is on a double game week, but he's on yellow card watcher warning. Um, so if he picks up a yellow in that first week he or first game, he'll be out for the weekend. Um, if for some reason he is on your radar. Um, and then, like I said, uh, Seattle plays midweek for CCL. So look for some possible rotation from them come the weekend. Hi, Tyler. Hello. We're now joined by differential Tyler Norman. Uh, yeah, I just finished. Here. Just finished going through uh, the breakdown for the injury updates from uh, from our mega reference. And as next says, it sounds like it would be, probably be easier just to list who is available for round ten instead of yes. who is. I think it's out. a pretty low list. Uh, there were some good returners on that list. I, that no, made I like me it. feel no, optimistic. I, yeah, I, 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 think, I think it was good. I was trying to mess up whoever is going to read it with all the names. It was me, and it went okay. Uh, it's she, she host, by the way. See, I knew. No, it felt terrible. The she host, Joswiak. That one, right? I no, it's it, it wasn't J. There's the J isn't pronounced. Joswiak, Yo, I think is how it is. Um, I anyways, didn't I didn't even try. Didn't even try. <laughs> he looked at it and said, "Nope, Ashley, you're doing this." <laughs> um, so. First off, to correct Blaine with reading my uh, my points, Colorado did get a clean sheet, so I tripled stacked a clean sheet. I didn't triple triple stack a miss. Oh, okay. Oh. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. Um, and speaking assume. of Colorado, um, Barrios. Yeah, yes, we waited no, I, for I was I was going to let you. I said that you had an update about that, and I was going to um, let you you provide that update. So. Yeah. Um, so I guess I'm getting fired. Um, I told you you were not. I already told. I went, I went on record that you were not getting fired. No. Um, Barrios got his. I wouldn't say it was a good game. He did well. He he looks really good with um, Zardes. He, him and Zardes were passing back and forth like crazy. They looked dangerous and they were down a man. So I was like, whoa. Um, but I think if he started that game, he goes double digits. I'm sorry, but I think he does. He finished on five, so I five. think that's in between. I think that's the average where you, you'd be okay fading him. Someone might be okay for a sub getting a five. That's solid. Yep. I mean, he, so. he was still not in my team, so, I mean, it's 
it's it's he'll all never fine. will be. He, he never, never, never will be. And never and never <laughs> will be in the mm-hmm. team. Exactly. That's exactly how it works. Um, no, that was actually my fault for for thinking you lost because I I just I picked up a Colorado defender and he only got one point and I didn't even really pay attention to their lineup or any of the score. And I was just like, oh, I guess Colorado didn't do well. So I didn't even look at it. That's yeah. that's what that was. I was like, yeah, well, that no, didn't work. He did very well. That's what happens when you're that going to a, house showings. That was a 15 point swing on my bench to starters. Oh, that's good. I mean, when it hits, it hits. When it doesn't, it doesn't. Yeah. And uh, it's it is always a risk. But uh, no, that's that. You never know with Barrios. Barrios giveth and Barrios taketh away, and most of the time, yeah. he taketh away. So you know, I've been planning that paragraph. Including in my articles <laughs> since day one. I'm like, waiting. I'm just waiting. <laughs> I even messaged Ashley before. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. it. I'm like, I'm waiting. Yeah. I'm gonna right. No, he, he sends it to me for everybody who's listening. Tyler sends me his article and I and I get it ready. He's like, Did you read it? And I was like, Yeah. <laughs> he goes, What'd you think? And I was like, Yeah, we'll see what Cincinnati does. He's like, You know that's not what I'm talking about. I'm like, <laughs> Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Sorry, it's okay. So no good. I mean. I'm glad it paid off. It, it is definitely a good insight. If he does well, that's fantastic. Again, if anyone's ever playing me in a head-to-head, you will know that that is your ultimate differential. Captain to yeah. forward and pick Barrios, and there you go. That's yep. that's going to be yep. your differentials for me. Uh, all right. Well, thank you so much for getting that worked up. Thank you, Ashley, for reading through that. If anyone wants to keep up to date with our mega reference, just head over to Discord, the MLS Fantasy Boss Discord. The easiest way to get there is at MLSFantasyBoss.com slash Discord. It's free. It's fun. A fantastic community that continues to grow focus on MLS Fantasy. And over in our Fantasy Resources section pinned right there is the mega reference. So, um, check it out. Would really love you too. But up next, we're going to start talking about our player targets for round 10. All right, let's start out with our player targets for round 10 with keepers, defenders, and maybe clean sheets. As always, Blaine is not here. He gave his quick update, though. For clean sheets, he likes New York City. He likes New York Red Bulls, and he likes Nashville. Uh, for keepers, he is targeting... FCC, which I agree with whomever is starting with FCC. It's reported to not be Khan again, uh, but FCC to Willis. Uh, he wants to see the double score and then he'll decide with defenders. He wants double game week defenders. He's also targeting Callens and uh, Nashville, the best player he can get for his remaining money. Quick update there. I'll let you go into more depth for anything, Ashley, you'd like. So who are you targeting? Yeah, I'm going to go on a mini rant. I promise I'll keep it short. I hate FCC keeper to a single game keeper. Here's why, because I haven't seen anything conclusive enough about Khan's injury. So if you start and now he wasn't on the bench this weekend, but he is pre- clearly their number one. So if he's healthy come the weekend, he's yep. going to play. Yep. So what makes me nervous about that is unless he's in the Wednesday game, from what I've read about his injury, there's a good chance he could still be there on the weekend game, but not on the Wednesday game. And then you're picking a single game week Cincinnati keeper, which is no one's first choice. Sorry, Reed. So for me, with this one, I feel like you need to be super diligent before you throw in whomever is healthy in goal for FC Cincinnati and know for sure that Khan might not be back it will not be back for the weekend and again i haven't done too much of a deep dive but from what i've seen it's week to week and he's been at training so 
that makes me a little too nervous for that. So I'm doing something possibly equally crazy. I also like Red Bull. Um, I like Cornell. He's a little pricey. I am doing a reverse cheaperoo where I plan to have Cornell on my bench. And if he doesn't hit to save money, I'm looking at doing Tarbell for Austin, who I also like for clean sheets this weekend. He's cheap. He posted what ended up being shutout points for, for Austin at Houston. Uh, Austin is the last game of the weekend, which I don't love, um, but they're at home against the Galaxy teams that's not scoring well, um, and at home they've been doing really well. So I'm doing kind of a reverse cheaper right now. Um, it might change if I, if I kind of move some money around. Um, I like Minnesota for clean sheet this week. I like Austin, but again, I always kind of – fear those final games. Uh, I like Tolkien specifically for Red Bull. Um, for double game week defenders, I struggle. I think I like Alvis Powell the best um, because I could see him getting assists. I don't love either of these defenses for shutouts. Um, but I but I think if I'm going to go with, with any FC Cincinnati player, um, I wish it was Maturita, but he is injured for the rest of the season. But um, Powell, I, I think, would be who I would do as a bench play. Um, and then I also kind of like NYCFC. Um, I think that their matchup is decent. Um, I, I don't really trust sporting on the road in that environment, on that small field. Um, but they're kind of towards the bottom of, of my list because they're not really keeping goals out. I know they just posted a shutout this weekend, but they've – been letting goals in off and on so and i don't know how hurt amundsen is um or if maxley chanel is coming back in those two things would make a difference for me if i pick up a defender from them tyler what about you um for a second to build off that i'm pretty sure fiago martins is the starter over chanel regardless do you think so, is it, he? he when when all three were healthy he was starting over chanel okay. so i think that's just in general he's gonna start over him and he just came back this past week so yeah they came back at the same time um, so I know you all just said never Cincy. I think it depends if Khan is a net, I'm a hundred percent going, going Khan. That I'm fine with. That's um, kind of my caveat. It just depends on the injury. Yeah. I think you never go Bono as goalie this week. And I agree with Patrick where it's kind of rough with DGW goalies and keepers, but at the same time you get a double chance at points. Sure. Yeah. So I really want the Cincy keeper because it gives you more options afterwards. And I'm looking at um, Willis or Yarbrough probably as the fallback. Mm -hmm. Those seem like the easiest games. Um, and then defense-wise, I'm looking at Lovett's. I'm looking at Charlotte's defense. Probably Fuchs because it looks like he's on PKs. I don't know why, but it, I guess they have a defender on PKs. And that's always a plus. Um, and then I just, I just went for some bonus point guys. So Schlegel, and then I'm looking at some sort of NYCFC, whether it's Callens or Martins or, uh, who's their right back? Not Amundsen, the other one. Gray? Yeah, Gray. Cheap, good cheap option. I also think they're really good for the front end. If you're just if you don't want to go a double cheap double keeperoo for a mm -hmm. uh, double game week keeperoo, Sean John is a great 
uh, front end of the keeper who on your bench. Because mm -hmm. I think they have a really good clean sheet shout. Yeah, I think you guys touched on a lot of them. I absolutely agree with what Tyler says, is if it's Khan, I'm 100% the FCC keeper for that shot. The, the thing about Toronto you're also banking on is that they're going to keep a clean sheet against Cincinnati potentially, which Vasquez is very likely going to be available for this game. If he's playing, there's a, there's a better chance of scoring. He's just going to start shooting. We've seen what he can do. And Toronto is leaky. So that does hurt their chances. And they're on the road. And they've got to fly all the way back for Sunday to go to Vancouver, which you're also, again, banking on the road team. You're banking against the Vancouver form. So it's really, really risky right there. I'm on the bubble about even having an FC Cincinnati defender. I think you're right, Ashley. It's likely Powell is your likely your best shot. Hagland is better with some bonus points right now, but all of FC Cincinnati's bonus points tend to be garbage. Your better bonus points for double game week players are going to come from Toronto, which should probably still be a bench play with with like O'Neill. Maybe that's probably the best budget one you could see. Um, Petrasso, Petra I might be saying his name wrong, but he. Got in some assists earlier in the season. Yeah, he's got he's got six bonus points right now. Um, two of those are attacking, four of those are defending. Like Salcedo has 17 bonus points and they're all defending. O'Neill's got 14 bonus points and 13 of them are defending points. So those guys are going to rack up some stuff. If yeah. Vasquez is back, there will be some attack there from Cincinnati. They they could get some attack there uh, with Lucho around there. They There could be some defensive bonus points. I'd feel better about having at least one Toronto defender on my bench than maybe necessarily having a Cincinnati, even with those two chances, I mean, they might get an eight and that might be a Cincinnati yeah. thing. If yeah. you're going to get, yeah. maybe, maybe that's, you're going to get an eight out of them. That's, that beats a clean sheet most. Well, it equals a clean sheet. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely should be a bench play if anyone is looking at that. Otherwise, I think you guys have covered a lot of the options. Um, th there's some decent matchups. I mean, you, you could try to consider some Charlotte if you want to bet against Miami. It's, it's not, outrageous i would think uh new york is definitely a great one especially with what's been happening in portland i'm a little worried about new england because the columbus crew did some good defense and there's that sort of like zella watching is what we're doing of when is he yeah. going to be back um and so that's that's what we're looking at and what's going to happen there um you you may take a flyer on Minnesota if you wanted to do that. So there's definitely some options. Dallas may be a great team depending on what happens with Seattle mm -hmm. in their CCL game. So there's definitely a lot of flexibility for people have with their defensive options. If you don't want to go with a double game week player or you want to get some uh, just spice and variety into your team. But I think you guys have covered a lot of the main ones that we need to hit tonight. So let's move on to midfielders. Ashley. Yeah. Yeah. Uh all of us like Lucho. Um, a lot of us like Triusi. Um, I am just kind of feeling Osorio over pause this week, which probably means pause will go. So you guys should pick him. <laughs> um, I just, I don't know. I just, I kind of like it a little bit more. Um, I think that either one of them will be a bench play for me. I think that I'll start Jimenez. I know we'll get to that in a minute um, and bench the midi which is not what I usually like to do, but the kind of inconsistency is making me want to do that. Um, I like Morgan for Red Bull um, against a kind of banged up Portland team on all the way across the country. I like Drew UC. Um, he looked really good against Houston. And now they're back home again against a, a kind of weaker uh, LA Galaxy team. I do still like heel this week. 
Um, he's, you know, the more he goes up, the more I hate to pay for it, but I, I like the matchup. Um, and then I also like Mihalovic. Uh, he's performing really well, super consistent um, home game. So those are kind of the, the ones that I'm looking at right now. Yeah, Blaine agrees uh, with all those. He's also looking at uh, New York City FC, New York City FC. There we go. Uh, options, maybe Maxi. He, he's really looking at the lineups to see who starts in that number 10 spot because he's considering that otherwise uh, on par with, with what you were saying. Tyler, what about you? Um, before I start, I'm just going to throw this out there that I think Mihailovic is a trap this week. Okay. My reasoning is they're missing Kone and they're missing Wanyama. So they're not going to have as much ball possession, even though they're at home. Um, so I'm actually looking at Facundo Torres or Pereira because they're already weak in the back. They give up a lot of chances and then they're missing their eight and their nine or their eight and their six. So I think picking the offense against them is really a good idea. Uh, I'm looking at heel is probably a lock. Lucho is 100% a lock. Yep. I, I can't decide between Pozuelo or Osorio. And I'm going to probably go back and forth up until the game start on yeah. Wednesday. Yeah. And then for my last spot, I'm like, I'm between Santi Rodriguez, Reynoso, Morgan, or the sneak peek first if differential, Ben Bender. Oh. Uh, Kind of been eyeing Bender. I know that I didn't grab him when he was really hot, but I think this is a favorable matchup for him, mm-hmm. and it could be the week to grab him. He has been in and out of the starting lineup, though, which is something Which is why I would want to watch it. He is yeah. the first single game week game, though, so yep. it's easy to pivot. I want to shout out a name you just said that I hadn't thought about and I think is a good consideration for single game, which is Ray, um, who put in a lot of work in that LAFC game, even though it didn't come out on the scoreboard. And he, up to that game, looked like he was really starting to hit a stride. And they're going to be playing at home against Cincy, who will have already played midweek. So um, I like that shout a lot. I think those are good options. I am going to throw in a different player to consider that we haven't talked about yet. Of course, I mean, Lucho was first player in my team. No, no doubts about that with this double game weekend and some good options there. Uh, But building off of this Pozuelo Osorio discussion we're having, I'm giving a look at Bradley, which defensive midfielders, double game week. This is where we often say these players have decent floors. Now, Bradley's floor has been around three this year, which is not awesome if you're looking at a six potentially for a double game week. But he's had a couple of assists. He had a goal a couple of weeks ago. Don't know if I expect that, but Cincinnati, Vancouver, if Cincinnati is more attacking, that could be opportunities for Bradley to be more involved. You get a game where, he's get, where he gets a seven, six, seven, or eight, and all of a sudden you're looking at potentially double digits for, for that. Bradley could be an option that you could look at as maybe a more safe potential of I'm not relying on these offensive actions to get him. If he's a, def- if he gets those defensive bonus points, we can rack it up. So there's a third player to throw in there for Toronto as an option with that defensive midfield. Uh, I also agree though about Mukhtar, not, but not in my team either. And in addition to what you said, Tyler, RSL's defense isn't horrible. Like they've, no, they're good. they've, they've struggled 
with their attacking pieces, but they've got solid players there for their defense. So they're on the road. Definitely understand that they're going down to Nashville, new stadium could very well have be scored against would expect them to not necessarily keep a clean sheet. I'm not looking at them for defense, but could provide struggles to, to Mukhtar. So I think there are some other players that you, you could look at the, the double game week guys easily slot in there uh, heal with, with the form he's been getting. Um, we already t- you talked about Drusy, and I'm also considering Reynoso for that mm-hmm. second game against FC Cincinnati. Um, we'll just see what they're able to muster with with this double game week. I think he's got a shot at a he's he's worth the shout out for for this week. Um, just running down the list real quick. Uh, some of the names I've also seen in chat. Uh, looking over at Morgan with with Red Bulls. Yeah, I like him. Yeah, that's that. Uh, Mihailovic with Montreal, one to consider. Um, again, Dallas. Everyone's upset that I said no Mukhtar. <laughs> I don't. He's not on my team. He's not, he's on, not on mine either. either. Not on mine. I, my my argument is I understand he's probably their best player. Yeah, he's on, he's splitting sets with Lovitz, I believe. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't have PKs. So for now, has, I, for he now, always yeah. did. I feel like that's they, a, on the something. on the broadcast. They were saying Leo has been practicing PKs for the last two weeks after he getting, missed his at Sporting. Yeah, they said for the yeah. last two weeks he's been practicing the PKs. I, as you guys know, tend to look at things a little with emotion in mind. I do think that they'll have been disappointed not to win that home opener, and I would anticipate an equal fervor from oh, them. Oh, sure. If you're, that makes you're sense. You're anticipating a NYCFC response? <laughs> I mean, no, I'm never going to, I'm not going to go that bold. I'm just saying, I, I do think that the draw will have lingered um, <clears throat> with that sellout. And I, I think that they sh- will probably still have 30,000 people in there. That place is super loud and amazing. It wouldn't surprise me if they come out with the same aggression and energy that they did against Philly. And I don't know that I think RSL is Philly. Um, Probably but. not. Definitely not. A, uh, definitely not a scrub. But I'm I'm really more interested in Nashville for round twelve when they've got the double home game. Oh yeah, Montreal, Atlanta. Yeah, that's a I, three I think, time. I yeah, <laughs> I think that's that's a much more appealing. Where I'm like, yeah, give me Mutar for mm-hmm. that one um, than I am necessarily for for this week. Probably not on the road next week when they're at Houston either. So, um, but yeah, no, I, I totally get it. they. Those fans want to win, and this team can get a win. This is a quality team that's just just had some some bumps. I, but I, I I think fading Mukhtar is not ridiculous this round no. if you're considering yeah. that. I I'm starting to get a bad feeling that NYC popped back against RSL and now Nashville has RSL. <laughs> we'll see. That's a good. That's a good reference for so close yeah. to Star Wars Day. So we'll see what happens. Uh, mixed in chat as well. So uh, let us know who you think, or where you fall, Mukhtar or no Mukhtar. Uh, just hit us up at MLS Fancy Boss, at MLSFI. Let us know what you think. That'll be a fun little conversation for this round. Uh, let's move on to forwards. Uh, Tyler, we'll let you start this one since you haven't. All right. Um, I feel like even though he burned me last week, Taddy is still the go-to with NYCFC. Mm-hmm. If there is a high-scoring game, he's more than likely, like nine times out of ten, going to be on the score sheet. Yeah. So 
I think with him playing a weaker defense in SKC, he should definitely be a lock on your team. Uh, Jesus Jimenez, pretty easy pick this week with double game week forward. That's hot. And I'm I'm not sure on my last one. I'm between Swiderski or Jesus Pereira. As much as I don't want to bet against Seattle, I think with a rotated team, yeah. Jesus Ferrer is probably a good <laughs> idea. And then Swiderski is just kind of that beginning first game, get to see him if I th- want to throw him on the bench. Also, for, for Blaine, never Vela. He still had a really <laughs> bad week. What, do you get a five, I think? I think he got five last week. Yeah. People are still hyped on him. No, this guy... So playing Philly. He's a day of the past. He's a day of oh, last year, two years no, ago. Never Vela. All right, anyways. Situationally. Next. Nope, never. Situationally Vela. <laughs> never. <laughs> he had another favorable matchup, and he didn't do anything. Yeah. Well, because Ryan Hollingshead is better than And now, is. Especially now they're playing Philly, so yeah. never Vela. <laughs> Ashley, who do you have? Yeah, I also like Tati. I mean, normally, you know, you get a striker that gives you a two, you just dump them the next week. But um, I, I just feel like NYCFC continue to get hot, and he's the one that I want to have. Um, I also like Jimenez. I, I think that that's a must slot. And then I, I watched a little bit of it, and and I understand that I might get some uh, some heat for this, but I really like Jossie Zardes on the road at San Jose who is leaky and a little crazy and he's 5.2 million. And I think he's hungry. Um, he had a goal called back. Uh, he, I think he only went 60 something. So I don't know. He's not going to go 90. Um, I would never start him. Uh, but you know, as a, as an ode to Blaine, I'm considering it. Um, <laughs> if I don't scrub my third striker to get more defenders in, I, I think that might be where where I end up. I think there's some good shouts for strikers that are starting, um, but and aren't you know haven't been blacklisted for the first seven games of the year. He uh, went 81 minutes, and Diego Rubio is suspended this week. I think he goes 90. Yeah, I mean it's a road game. You know that. Let's make it clear. I don't love picking up road strikers, but um, like I said, San for Jose. for 5.2 against San Jose. Uh, I, I think it's kind of a, a, a differential, you might say. <laughs> well, well said. Well said. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, no, I'm I'm with you all. I think you all hit hit the biggest ones. Uh, Tati Jimenez, I think, are locks this week. I love the Ferreira pick. I mean, I think that's – I'm glad that you mentioned and pointed it out during our housekeeping, actually, about that, that yeah. Seattle game because I think that just goes under the radar for, for a lot of people who aren't following that. Yeah. And – Every time that's happened previously during this, yeah. there's been heavy rotation. Well, and here's how this is going to happen. I'll just give you guys the keys to Brian Spencer's brain right now. If they win Champions League, they will rotate like crazy for that Dallas game. If they lose that Champions League final, that you will see a perfect starting 11 at Dallas and they will go <laughs> balls to the wall. That is what he tends to do. There is no pouting there is no oh well we just played midweek and it was hard for everybody and we lost he will go Rui Diaz Nico Jape everybody will start against Dallas if they lose if they win they're gonna have a really good time and they're gonna play some guys you've never heard of and some youths 
that probably yeah. didn't play on Wednesday. Thir- there's probably going to be a 13 and 12 build on that. <laughs> so <laughs> that's Easton. Easton, kind, will be Easton will be there. It, be that's there. to me kind of the indicator, you know, depending on how Wednesday goes. Yeah. If, if they win on Wednesday, I, I will take a look at Dallas in a couple different spots, possibly. Yeah, no, I, it's, it's absolutely, that's, that's a fantastic uh, differential that I think a lot of people will be looking at. Uh, could be some really easy points from players that are really value friendly for, for your budgets, depending on where you're at. I know we haven't talked about our values for a while, but I think it's pretty easy for a lot of people to fit a lot of these big players into their teams at this point. If you're new and just join for the second round, uh, we'll, we'll hit some more value talk in, yeah. in the coming. I mean, you could have, that's the greatest thing about this, this champions league system is yeah. If you did join us, after the first quarter of the season, there's still a yeah. shot if you'd make the Champions League and keep going. So we'll throw some more value talk in next episode if, if people are still looking. Uh, but uh, check out some of the earlier episodes if you want to learn how the value system works. So they're there. They're recorded. Just check it out. Let's wrap things up with our captain picks. Uh, Blaine is uh, looking at uh, Lucho Acosta as long as he starts on Wednesday. Uh, double with first leg against TFC. Ashley? Yeah, I like Lucho. Um, I guess you could look at some single game weeks, um, but for me, it's it's Lucho with with those matchups for sure. Tyler, uh, I'll do the same thing I did last DGW and Captain Lucho. How'd that work out for you last DGW? It worked out very well. There we go. It worked out better than whoever the other chalk was. <laughs> whoever the I don't even remember that foe, that foe DGW who is the, yeah, it was a foe. It was a foe. Yeah. This one's real. But but Lucha was a differential on that week and he did a lot better than the foe captain chalk. Yeah. No, I think this is, I think he's a solid pick for the DGW like Toronto. They're they're, they share points. So that one's the really tough one. Lucho is the heart of that team. If, if their goals are likely going to come from Vasquez, if he's playing, but Lucho should be setting them up. He's the next best option for, for the goals, especially if Matarita out. Um, but but yeah, he's got a really good shot. Could easily be a, a single game week player who does better than him because because MLS, that's just how it works. It's gonna Happens be like every heel gets a gets a hat trick. That's that's what's gonna happen. So, or it's it's gonna be uh, Osorio is gonna get d- a double hat trick. That's what's gonna happen. So it who who knows what happens, but I think Gil or Hume. Acosta. That was a throwback. Yeah, well, I said his name wrong, <laughs> then I said his name correctly, and it still wasn't the player I wanted to say. Um, I think Acosta is is going to be a chalk pick and, and and a good pick. I think that's that's yeah. a valid chalk for a lot of people uh, to go with this round. Uh, now we got a one Jimenez pick in chat from from Gene. Uh, a bold, I, I think. Yeah, that would be another good option for a captain. Probably the number two captain uh, Jimenez there. The, the most consistent person or the yeah. most likely person to be consistent for yeah. Toronto. Um, those are, I would say your, your best two double game week captain options uh, I think for this round. What scares you off him a little bit. And we talk with this about strikers all the time is he's goal dependent. Yeah. I, I think he's playing two teams that he could get goals against, but Lucio picks up goals and bonus points. Um, and he's kind of just the engine of that kind of crappy team but still the engine picks up points so there we go that is it uh, we're going to ignore christian's reynoso pick and double ignore patrick's brett shea pick so uh, oh never come on not legitimate not legitimate 
you crazy. I actually think that Breck has a chance to start this week. <laughs> well, he's not going to be a captain. You crazy. Well, he's going to start. He's he might be a differential. Yeah, a differential. He, well, he always is for me because Miami's missing what two thousand. They're missing Mabika. They're starting center back. They're missing uh, Damian Lowe. Lowe. They're starting center back, and they're missing their backup center back, uh, Quinteros. And they're Miami. And it's Miami. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we did pretty well tonight, uh, shorthanded, and Tyler coming in. Appreciate it so much. Tyler, we'll have to get you back again to help make up for, for you missing half the show, but we always appreciate you coming in and, and sharing, and you're not fired for, for going with Barrios. <laughs> for now. For now. Yes, for now. <laughs> Christian may be fired for, for slandering Star Wars, but we'll, we'll see. <gasps> we'll see about that. Uh, let's wrap everything else up with the plugs. Ashley, what do you have? have anything i i mean i have to plug although i think i do it naturally already just that the sounders are in ccl final i see a lot of like uh i'll just i guess it's the best way to say shit talk about it um but i'm one of those people that if the portland timbers were gonna do ccl i wouldn't root against them because i want an mls team to win it so badly i always have um so i mean you can do what you want cheering wise you're not there uh, but I'm pumped as hell to be at that game on Wednesday. And I really, really, really hope that uh, an MLS team can finally win that trophy um, after all these years. So we'll see. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Tyler, what about you? Uh, random Twitter shout out uh, to James Woolard, who is the, the PA announcer for the Seattle Sounders. He's, I've been having some Twitter conversations with him and he shared some fun stuff and yeah, random shout out to him. Awesome. Does he play fantasy? I don't think he does. Uh, work on that. You work on that. Ask everybody that immediately. That's what I will ask you him. to do. So we're going to send the fantasy insider stickers to just plaster around the stadium. That's what, <laughs> that's what we're going to do. Uh, as for me, MLSFantasyBoss.com. Check it out. We're going to work really hard this week to get all of our stuff out for for the Wednesday game. It's it's going to be kind of crazy. Uh, we'll see what we can do. Uh, but yeah, check out MLSFantasyBoss.com for the articles that we have, including Tyler's Differentials article, and of course, the easy way to access the Discord server, MLSFantasyBoss.com slash Discord. The best fantasy community on the internet, uh, guaranteed 100%, uh, always growing, uh, I have not looked at the the member total recently, but it's it's either at two thousand or pretty darn close to a couple thousand players who are here to have fun and interact, and just a great supportive community that's friendly uh, for the players. So check that out. And of course, if you're interested in learning more about how to support this podcast and our ongoing fantasy project, head over to our Patreon page, uh, Patreon.com/slash MLSFI to find out about uh, more about that and the perks and things that we do over there so it's uh it's great you can hang out with people like like patrick depending on uh on where you're at but we have a great community there as well and fun little perks with our with our league so uh but yeah a lot's going on don't forget wednesday is the start date real double game week tiny dipping your toe into it but don't get caught off guard by that on wednesday and as always good luck mm-hmm.